0: Hi, and welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. We're excited to kick off 2022 with reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. I'm Alana.
1: And I'm Luke. And sometimes our editors will be joining us. Parker is seven, and Carson is five years old. We want to be a podcast that helps adults and kids be in Scripture every single day. And we can't wait to get started.
0: episode, we jump into the book of Judges. We read about how there is no central leader for Israel at this point, something they have had to lead them back to the Lord when times got hard. We see the tribes make compromises and end up sinning against the Lord. We get the first few stories of how the people become enslaved, but are rescued by God through a judge. Check out the need for a savior today on 66 and 365.
1: Judges chapter 1. After the death of Joshua, the Israelites asked the Lord, Who of us is to go up first to fight against the Canaanites? The Lord answered, Judah shall go up. I have given the land into their hands. The men of Judah then said to the Simeonites, their fellow Israelites, Come up with us into the territory allotted to us to fight against the Canaanites. We in turn will go with you into yours. So the Simeonites went with them. When Judah attacked, the Lord gave the Canaanites and Perizzites into their hands, and they struck down 10,000 men at Bezek. It was there that they found Adonai Bezek and fought against him, putting to rout the Canaanites and Perizzites. Adonai Bezek fled, but they chased him and caught him. Then Adonai Bezek said, Seventy kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off have picked up scraps under my table. Now God has paid me back for what I did to them. They brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. The men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also and took it. They put the city to the sword and set it on fire. After that, Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites living in the hill country, the Negev, and the western foothills. They advanced against the Canaanites living in Hebron, formerly called Kiriath Arba, and defeated Sheshai, Ahaman, and Talmai. From there, they advanced against the people living in Debir, Formerly called Kiriath Sefer. "'And Caleb said, "'I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage "'to the man who attacks and captures Kiriath Sefer. "'Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it. "'So Caleb gave his daughter Aksa to him in marriage. "'And one day when she came to Othniel, "'she urged him to ask her father for a field. "'When she got off her donkey, Caleb asked her, "'What can I do for you?' "'She replied, "'Do me a special favor.' Since you have given me land in the Negev, give me also springs of water. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. The descendants of Moses' father-in-law the Kenite went up from the city of Palms with the people of Judah to live among the inhabitants of the desert of Judah in the Negev near Arad. When the men of Judah went with the Simeonites, their fellow Israelites, and attacked the Canaanites living in Zephath, and they totally destroyed the city. Therefore, it was called Hormah. Judah also took Gaza, Ashkelon, and Ekron, each city with its territory. The Lord was with the men of Judah. They took possession of the hill country, but they were unable to drive the people from the plains because they had chariots fitted with iron. As Moses had promised, Hebron was given to Caleb, who drove from it the three sons of Anak. The Benjamites, however, did not drive out the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. To this day, the Jebusites live there with the Benjamites. Now the tribes of Joseph attacked Bethel, and the Lord was with them. When they sent men to spy out Bethel, formerly called Luz, the spies saw a man coming out of the city, and they said to him, show us how to get into the city, and we'll see that you are treated well. So he showed them, and they put the city to the sword, but spared the man and his whole family. He then went to the land of the Hittites, where he built a city, and called it Luz, which is its name to this day. But Manasseh did not drive out the people of Beth-shan or Tanak or Dor or Iblim or Megiddo in their surrounding settlements, for the Canaanites were determined to live in that land. When Israel became strong, they pressed the Canaanites into forced labor, but never drove them out completely. Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer, but the Canaanites continued to live there among them. Neither did Zebulun drive out the Canaanites living in Kitron or Nahalal, so these Canaanites lived among them, but Zebulun did subject them into forced labor. Nor did Asher drive out those living in Echo or Sidon or Ahlab or Exib or Helba or Efek or Rehab. The Asherites lived among the Canaanites' inhabitants of the land because they did not drive them out. Neither did Naphtali drive out those living in Beth Shemesh or Beth Anath. But the Naphtalites, too, lived among the Canaanites' inhabitants of the land. And those living in Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath became forced laborers for them. The Amorites confined the Danites to the hill country, not allowing them to come down into the plain. And the Amorites were determined also to hold out in Mount Haris, Ajalon, and Shelbim. But when the power of the tribes of Joseph increased, they, too, were pressed into forced labor. The boundary of the Amorites was from the Scorpion Pass, to Selah, and beyond.
0: Judges 2. The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochum and said, I brought you up out of Egypt and led you into the land I swore to give your ancestors. I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall not make a covenant with the people of this land, but you should break down their altars. Yet you have disobeyed me. Why have you done this? I have also said, I will not drive them out before you. They will become traps for you, and their gods will become ensnares to you. When the angel of the Lord had spoken these things to all the Israelites, the people wept aloud and they called that place Bochum. They offered sacrifices to the Lord. After Joshua had dismissed the Israelites, they went to take possession of the land, each to their own inheritance. The people served the Lord throughout their lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at an age of 110. And they buried him in the land of his inheritance at Timnath Harris in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. After that, the whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, and another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. The Israelites did evil things in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. They forsook the Lord, God of their ancestors, and brought them out of Egypt. They followed and worshipped various gods of the people around them. They aroused the Lord's anger because they forsook him and served Baal and the Asterisks. In his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, whom they no longer were able to resist. When Israel went out to fight, the hand of the Lord was against them to defeat them, just as he had sworn to them. They were in great stress. Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. Yet they would not listen to their judges. But continued to worship other gods. They quickly turned from the ways of their ancestors who had been very obedient to the Lord's commands. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge for them, he was with the judge and saved them out of the hands of their enemies as long as the judge lived. For the Lord relented because of their groaning under those who oppressed them and afflicted them. But when the judge died, the people returned to ways even more corrupt than the ways of those of their ancestors, following other gods and serving and worshiping them. They refused to give up their evil practices in stubborn ways. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel and said, because of this nation has violated the covenant I ordained for their ancestors and has not listened to me, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I will use them to test Israel and see whether they will keep the way of the Lord and walk in it as their ancestors did. The Lord had allowed those nations to remain when he did not drive them out at once by giving them into the hands of Joshua.
1: Judges chapter 3. These are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced any of the wars in Canaan. He did this only to teach warfare to the descendants of the Israelites who had not had previous battle experience. The five rulers of the Philistines, all the Canaanites, the Sidonians, and the Hivites, living in the Lebanon mountains, from Mount Baal-Hermon to Libo Hamath, they were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the Lord's commands, which he had given their ancestors through Moses. The Israelites lived among the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They took their daughters in marriage and gave their own daughters to their sons and served their gods. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They forgot the Lord, their God, and served the Baals and the Ashtoreths. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel so that he sold them into the hands of cushan Rishtham, king of Aram Nahiram, to whom the Israelites were subject for eight Years. But when they cried out to the Lord, he raised up for them a deliverer, Othniel son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, who saved them. The Spirit of the Lord came on him so that he became Israel's judge and went to war. The Lord gave Cushan Rishthahim, king of Aram, into the hands of Othniel, who overpowered him. So the land had peace for forty years until Othniel son of Kenaz died. And then again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and because they did this evil, the Lord gave Eglon, king of Moab, power over Israel. Getting the Ammonites and Amalekites to join him, Eglon came and attacked Israel, and they took possession of the city of Palms. The Israelites were subject to Eglon, king of Moab, for 18 years. Again, the Israelites cried out to the Lord, and he gave them a deliverer. Ehud, a left handed man, the son of Girah the Benjamite. The Israelites sent him with tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now, Ehud had made a double edged sword about a cubit long, which he strapped to his right thigh under his clothing. He presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab, who was a very fat man. After Ehud had presented the tribute, he sent on their way those who had carried it. But On reaching the stone images near Gilgal, he himself went back to Eglon and said, Your Majesty, I have a secret message for you. The king said to his attendants, Leave us! And they all left. Ehud then approached him while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his palace. He said, I have a message from God for you. As the king rose from his seat, Ehud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's belly. Even the handle sank in after the blade, and his bowels discharged. Ehud did not pull the sword out, and the fat closed in over it. Then Ehud went out to the porch. He shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked them. After he had gone, the servants came and found the doors of the upper room locked. They said he must be relieving himself in the inner room of the palace. They waited to the point of embarrassment, but when he did not open the doors of the room, they took a key and unlocked them. There they saw their Lord fall to the floor, dead. While they waited, Ehud got away. He passed by the stone images and escaped to Sierra. When he arrived there, he blew a trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites went down with him from the hills, with him leading them. Follow me, he ordered, for the Lord has given Moab, your enemy, into your hands. So they followed him down and took possession of the fords of the Jordan that led to Moab. They allowed no one to cross over. At that time, they struck down about 10,000 Moabites, all vigorous and strong. Not one escaped. In that day, Moab was made subject to Israel, and the land had peace for 80 years. After Ehud came Shamgar, son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad. He, too, saved Israel. Now it's time for The Question of the Day. Our question for you and your family to talk about today is Do you believe that God's plan is perfect?
0: Get to practice our memory verse this week. If you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practiced, we will add it into next week's show. Send it in to 66 and 365 at gmail.com. This week's memory verse is Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that is so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us.